Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. We live. Welcome back, everybody, to that We Got Action podcast, episode 16, coming at y'all. And I just want to start out by saying we promised a guest last week. We had four people on the agenda. All four of them were busy. So you know what? Next week, <laughs> it's okay. We next got, week, we got our we got our boy penciled in next week. We're not yes. going we're not going to ruin anything yet. But we got somebody penciled in next week. He will be on. Promise. If you listen to this. Yes. You know who you are. Yeah, you know who yeah. you are. Y'all, y'all, Make y'all sure your ass in next Tuesday. <laughs> I swear. Okay, so we're gonna come out. We're gonna start off with some college football. We got I don't NBA. Know. Oh, you wanna you wanna go back to it? Yeah, we'll do original. Okay, so we're gonna original. go NBA, which mm-hmm. is usual, NBA, NFL, then college football, and we got a little spicy take at the end. Uh something kind of major league baseball oriented. Mm-hmm. So um last week we did kind of like an overview of the Eastern Conference for NBA. And we kind of each chose our top six teams and who we thought was going to avoid the play-in. Obviously, seven through ten seeds are going to have to do a little mini tournament to see who gets that seventh and eighth seed. And uh, I wanted to do it for the Western Conference. So Going to keep it rolling. Yeah, I kind of wanted to see where everyone was at with both sides. Obviously, we're still a month away or so from mm-hmm. the regular season, about a month and a half. Mm-hmm. But uh, it is it is quickly approaching. Yep. We're gonna everyone's gonna be in camp soon, and it's I'm excited, man. We you know we talked about it last year or last week on the on the pod that it's gonna be one of the best I think yeah. seasons of NBA in quite a while. Competitive top to bottom. So I don't know who wants to start first. But somebody, somebody, give me their top six. Top six. Resident, give me, give me resident Suns six. fan. Let's let's hear it. Yeah, let me. <laughs> the Suns fan in a KD Dubs jersey. Let's get it. Yes, but what we're gonna do? And we're gonna start it off with the number one team next year. We're gonna start them off with the defending champions, the Golden State Warriors. We're okay. gonna have them number one. Respect. All right. Respect. I'm not too big on the Grizzlies. Okay. I'm really not. Mm-hmm. But number two. I'm going to put the Clippers at two. Okay. Number three, I think my son's going to rock back out at three, baby. Yeah, bring my fingers out. And I ain't going to lie, after today and the last couple of days, a bunch of news, I might not even be a Phoenix son no more. Yeah. <laughs> That's tough. <laughs> okay. Just let me you know that in. now. We can, we can get into that before we finish. Yeah. And then, tough. you know, right after I got Phoenix, who is my real true number three and sneaky pick of the whole damn thing, is the Dallas Mavericks. Um, number five, we're going to rock out with the Nuggets. And number six, I put the Pelicans. I think they're going to slide in at six. I would say so. I agree with that. Okay. Danny, what you got? Let me see. So, number one seed. It's tough, man. There's a lot of good. There, okay. There, this is tough. Uh, I'm going to go with. Hmm. I I really kind of want to go with the Golden State Warriors. 
as the one that'd be both y'all as 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 the one seed i really do um i think it's gonna take a little bit of time to get that depth to really actually uh get that good chemistry coming off the bench i think the starting unit is gonna be fine obviously james wiseman coming back obviously will be a clear addition at center for them clear yeah, uh, exactly. athletic can rim run defend do it all that. Yeah, and he'll actually have the opportunity to play. Um, it probably won't be as big of a role as initially thought when he came in and when he got drafted. Um, but I think Golden State's going to be one. And then rounding the rest of it out for the two seed, I'm actually going to go with the Dallas Mavericks. Mm. My three seed, I will go with the Memphis Grizzlies. Four seed, I'm going to go Denver Nuggets. Five, I'm going to go with the Minnesota Timberwolves. And then six, I'm going to go with the Clips. Damn six! You got the so wait wait wait. You was that your that your ranking ranking? Yes, that was six. my ranking for that because I think the Clippers are at the point where they are going to they're going to rest Kawhi and Paul George. Mm. I think a lot through through the regular season they're not going to okay. care about that. They're just going to want to at least Milwaukee take get, get the guaranteed like you know get the guaranteed in the playoff six seed. Mm -hmm not have to worry about it. They don't mm. care if they have home court advantage or not. I think that's kind of where they're at because their team is so deep, but I think they're going to end up being the six seed and lose. They're going to lose some games, obviously, but that mm -hmm. that's running out my top six for there. All right. Go ahead. Okay. So first seed. Gauge the field here. Yeah. I'm going to go with the Phoenix Suns. I think they're regular season <laughs> monsters. And hey, I go think here, baby. This is regular season monster. Oh, and I think both Golden State and Los Angeles will be resting a lot and losing games. I mean, just we saw it with the Warriors this year. Mm -hmm. um, I think both of the teams will be taking those risks. But I do have them both second, third in the conference. Um, I think they're Who's probably the Clippers. Yeah, they're probably in terms of at least on paper, they're a step ahead of everyone else. Mm -hmm. Um. Fourth, I'm going to go with Denver. Uh, Mur uh, Murray's coming back. Michael Porter might come back. Yeah. Maybe. Good. But I think I think they've made some okay moves in addition with those returns. Uh, number five, Memphis. Okay. Um, I think they'll, they'll build on some of last year. And now the tough one. Don't do them, don't do them dirty. Because I think alone, Luke is good enough to get this team out mm. of the play-in. And I'll have them of Dallas at six. Okay. At six. Yes. Wow. That's okay. tough. It's it is tough. so. Oh my it god. So it's hard. gonna be. It's, it's gonna, gonna be one through eight by like three games. Yeah, it's gonna it's be like we talked about last week. Yep. I'm nervous. My whole list. I want to change sometime yeah. every time it's I like, do it. <laughs> I see Minnesota lurking there, and I'm like, Rudy in the regular season. Yeah. Like, yep. Bro, right. he's getting cooked. He's getting cooked. And you didn't even mention. You didn't even mention New Orleans. Hey, yeah. mention I think they're rebuilding. Yeah, I, I don't uh, Trailblazers. Yeah, I don't, I don't think. Yeah, big cat who is little cat. No matter what, man. That's tough. I'm having. I'm. I kind of have my six. I think, but this number one is just because I never know who's gonna do resting, who's gonna do all mm -hmm. this stuff. Um, Not Phoenix. I know, and that's why I'm. I'm gonna go with Phoenix as the. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go. Hey. I think I think it's similar for me in in a, in a 76ers sense where they just grind out the regular season so hard, mm -hmm. and I just I just think that they're they they want that one seed, they want that home court, they need that home court. I don't um, think they have the so, luxury to rest. Right, exactly. yeah, they don't have that luxury. They don't no. have I think the depth or the superstars from top to bottom that some yeah, of the other teams Chris in Paul the Western Conference to get older. Do. He's gonna need it. Yeah. So I'm gonna go there. I am gonna go L.A. The Clippers at two. 
Um, I think they are going to have to play a little bit more to get that chemistry back. I I think these guys have not been on the court. They are going to rest, but I think they're also going to log some minutes because they're going to need to get chemistry before going into the playoffs. Mm -hmm. A lot of back-to-backs missed. I'll go Golden State. Well, we got to turn into camp, but. I think Golden State's elite. I still think they're favorites to repeat with the Clippers right behind them. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm going to go Denver. Oh, okay. I'm going to go. Dallas, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna go New Orleans. Ooh, Memphis dropping, going from second to out of the. I'm gonna go. New- I just for me, Memphis is just they they don't have the shooting around. I think consistently as some of these other teams, especially with uh, uh, Denver getting MPJ and Jamal mm-hmm. Murray back, mm-hmm. I think that elevates with, them instantly into the top six. And another thing with me for Memphis is that one of they a lot of them guys scored double figures, and one of those guys was DeAnthony Melton. Yeah, a huge piece. And they like that's a huge piece that's missing. I'm not trying. I love Zaire Williams, but he's not the answer for them. Like, that team. A, go ahead. Sorry. But that team like picked up so much energy with DeAnthony Melton right. on the floor, and he was like a little bit of the toughness coming off the bench. That's a big yeah. loss. That's why I got them sliding. I have. I also have a problem with their superstar being a two tier guy. You need to have yeah. three tiers to your game when you're mm-hmm. an absolute superstar, when you're the front runner for a team, you're the guy and you can only really score 15 and in. I mean, he can hit a wide open shot. Don't get me wrong, but he's not dancing yeah. on you and creating space like a Steph or some of these other guys on these other teams, like Paul George, Luka, even Jokic is able and to shoot over another, people like Another that. huge piece too that they lost is, I think is going to be a very like underrated, like move that, Minnesota got him, but Kyle Anderson leaving that team as well. Oh, yeah. He's a, yeah. Slow-mo is kind of a glue guy. Yeah. yeah. I think he, does a, he does what he needs, what yeah. they need to do. Need they've, got, to do. they've got a roster full of glue guys, but yeah, those are two big losses. They're also going to need, in my opinion, a big step up from guys like But how many? And, and Dylan Brooks. Bain and Triple J. And yeah. Triple J. But my think, question is, with I that team a lot is, of them, Go ahead, sorry. Is what, um, when we talk about glue guys, how many glue guys are truly proven? Like, I think Kyle yeah, right. Anderson was a truly proven mm-hmm. glue guy, yep. and that's been what any team he's played for. Yeah, and that's what any team he's played for. I just think they lost a lot of depth in terms of that bench. Mm-hmm. Have a nice starting five again. But if Jock can't score off the, like, get to a jump shot in the mid-range shit, even create a spike, three-point shot for himself, they're going to struggle a lot this year. The only thing Jar- I, I will say I, I, I struggled leaving them out just because I do think their slashing and their open court kind of game is yeah. very uh, regular season friendly, mm-hmm. where I think they yeah. are able to go out and beat somebody 140 to 130, which is a lot of regular season games nowadays. But I'm going to I'm gonna leave them out, and I, I am going to leave Minnesota out as well. Mm-hmm. I just need to see. I think they could – I'm not saying they're not going to make the playoffs. I do think they could slide in at seven or eight. Probably them at eight and Memphis at two at, – uh, at seven, but – and I think we're all in agreement. And I think we're all in agreement too that the West is gonna own like the first six seeds might be separated probably by like a game or two. Yeah. And then if you're looking at total one through ten, I would say it's gonna be maybe a handful of games, that five or six games between the ten seed and maybe the one seed. Who knows? Right. And we just I talked about eight teams. There's yep. still Portland who kind of rebuilt. Yeah. yeah. There's still there's still the Lakers who are they yeah. got but they got they when healthy, they got two of the top five guys in the West. Yes. And maybe somebody who get their mental together. Right. They have three. I'm just they saying. Three. I think Sacramento 
maybe. Sacramento will be fighting. They could steal wins. All right, now we stretch it. They'll be fighting for that. For the 10 seed, though. For the 10 seed, though. This this new format makes it real, like, interesting down at the bottom. You guys remember, a 10 seed can slide into eight with two wins. That's all you need. No no 10 seed. Think about You can get 30 wins and slide into 10 seed. Hmm. Yeah, you know what I mean? Spurs had 34 last year. So you don't have to be good to get a 10 seed. You just need a chance. Spurs, Kings. Who else? Spurs, Kings, Portland, OKC, and then Houston. OKC could have had a chance if, if Chet. I would have had them probably nine or ten. But that hurts. It's just but that's still a deep, deep team. Yeah, without exactly. Chet. Without Chet, I just I have them have a little enough. bit closer. Okay. I don't. Yeah, I'll put them a little closer. I don't, I don't think, think they have enough. Yeah, I don't think they have enough there. I still think they're they're relatively too young. They don't have they. A lot they, of those young guys now have a year under their belt. Yeah, though. but a guy like Giddy, who's got whose offensive game is so lacking, especially now that they're going to be down. Chet scoring ability is lacking. Yeah. His offensive game is yeah, not. His passing yeah. is incredible, but yeah, I think they'll be again over reliant on one player to create a lot of offense for them. Um, unless one of these many. Random like got sec- a lot of rookie guys. second year players. Jalen Williams is a scorer. One of them can play some yeah. D. Yeah, I think I think they'll I think they'll they'll steal some wins like they did last year again. I think and if I we think are, they could be close. Yeah, I think if we are looking at the total picture, so I think we all can agree Phoenix is going to make the playoffs. Yes, I think there's a, six teams for sure. Yeah, and then there's but, those bubble four. Like I think it, for sure eight low key. Well, yeah, for sure eight. But like if you're looking at it, we can say I think we can confidently say San Antonio is going to drop out after. Yeah. Which Dejounte Murray getting dealt away. Houston, Houston is not going to be in there, and I don't, I don't think OKC really has a shot. Um, yeah, I agree with you on that. It, it depends, honestly, on like I'll how, split. how I'll take eyes side. I think they de- could get in. It depends on how they start out the season, and then I think basically for for basically eleven and twelve, you're looking. No, Utah at, won't make it either. Yeah. <laughs> Utah will not make it. Yeah, Utah. That's will my not thing. Make That's it. three teams already. But you, if you're looking at it, you can look and at then, it. Then, then the four L- would be OKC or and then SAC. But then yeah. you're at 12 and 11. Pushing but the for clip, a 10 it's with... basically the Clippers. I think it's or not the Clippers. I'm sorry. I think it's going to be the Lakers and then Portland rounding out like t- like Nine top 12. Mm-hmm. Top 12. Oh, top 12. Okay. Yeah. Or yeah, top, top 10, 10, 11. Yeah. yeah, around there. Yeah. But I think it, it's just all going to be so close. One through eight. I feel like it's just going to be. Seven or eight we got. Right, Minnesota and Memphis. Minnesota, Memphis, New Orleans between us, depending on how we ranked them. But I think I I think we're all in agreement agreement that those teams are going to be in the top Mm -hmm. ten, right? Like I don't see unless obviously injuries aside, I don't see how New Orleans, Minnesota, Memphis fall out completely out of top ten. Correct. It would have to be like the Lakers getting shit together, you know, and enforcing Portland really coming back. Man, those three teams, to be honest, and with the our three bottom of the barrel teams, I don't think they're going to win a lot of games. They just no. fight for the number one seed. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You got to play all those nine game. teams ahead of you, all yeah. those eight teams ahead of you mm-hmm. multiple times a year. That's, mm-hmm. yeah, that's going to be, it's going to be cutthroat, man. That's yeah, what I'm the, saying. The Kings this will have, it's going to be insane. Kings bro. will have 12 games against the Warriors, the Clippers, and the Lakers. That's what I'm saying. So if they don't win that's three the, of those four Pacific. Lakers games and the Suns, oh my God. That's the yeah. whole Pacific division. <laughs> If they can't win three out of four Lakers games, they have no chance. It's ridiculous. No, that's, that's the reality of it. It is. It's going to be tough. I think it's re- you're really going to see like literally the bottom tier teams like fighting for their life and because every I think both conferences think, are twenty teams deep. I think this is also why ten teams deep. Well, uh, twenty together. Total. But yeah. But this is why I think Utah will fight. I don't. I think a lot of these teams that are going to try and sit people, you can't. Mm-mm. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. You because take the back-to-back seats, but 
you can't be one or two games where you're like, oh, let's just sit somebody. You lose those games, you're now from two seed to five seed. Yeah, mm-hmm. it just yeah, depends on how you do it, right? The the Clippers could look at it and go, we'll sit. Not both, just them. But... Well, yeah, but like using the Clippers as a because like that's the word the Warriors did it last year. They rested everybody. Mm-hmm. They wouldn't rest just like oh today it's Draymond. Next game it's Clay. It wasn't they. They said they went all in on it. We're you're all out, and we are gonna probably lose this game. But you gotta see when they they see when they like how you was just saying when they did it, like when they Mm -hmm. do it. So like Warriors did that mostly on a back to back, or say they didn't put a good stretch of games in, but we got fucking Charlotte coming in. Mm -hmm. All right, Steph, you don't need to play against Charlotte. Dre don't play. Clay don't play. Go sit. Mm -hmm. I just think with these teams now, what is being so. Damn it, 10, 10 teams deep. You can't do it. It's not that much time. What it's not a lot of, I want to say flexible flexibility be resting them. We mm-hmm. only got three teams in the West. Shit, the East even deep now. So right. what of them give me games gonna be yeah. at really yeah. when you get started? You, you can literally look at it as if you're not playing these five to eight teams that are in the bottom, guaranteed to not make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. You can't you can't rest. Yeah, because you have jeopardy to lose. If they don't rest then you're going to lose the game. And I think when we are looking at it too, when we're talking about resting, like if we're looking at the Western Conference, I think the only team that is worthy and like does not care where they stand in the playoff standings as long as they do make it, I think you have to look at it as it being Golden State and the Clippers. I still, I think the Clippers are going to need to get those games together because they, they, yeah, they, yeah, it's, it's they, a little bit like because they don't have the, you know, Golden State's been doing it. Don't steal my point. Years yeah. now. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, but but I, State, I, yeah, go ahead. But with a team like Golden State, I feel like even with all the playoff runs we have watched them, they really like their home court advantage. Yeah. yeah. Deeper and deeper into the playoffs, mm-hmm. that's a team I don't see them resting a lot, especially think, when they see things like home court advantage slipping away and yeah. they're not trying to be on somebody's like role. Please to like, be top two the, or three. Yeah, like if you see like the Clippers or somebody at five, you don't want to be going in a you four or five matchup. Yeah, not at all. But I think we'll, we'll see. There's always surprises both ways, too. Right? Some teams there will be a team that we are. just said that will probably be in, a, and, in an eight or nine or two yeah, seed. Yeah, one of the teams, mm-hmm. one or two teams will surprise us how unlike they can't put it together. Right. You know? so, exactly. And, so, go ahead. Oh, wait, and my last point before we move on is that I think, too, what we saw a lot last year in the East with it being so close that mm-hmm. you kind of saw teams were being strategic. Like, do we really want the two yep. seed? Do we really want the three seed? Remember I, the whole – one of the last weeks at bowling, we were talking about there's like 15 different scenarios to see yes. who the bowls were going to play, and yeah. it was like, I think you want to win this one. I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be overloaded this year, where we're going to still see the same thing in the Eastern Conference, and then we're also going to see that now in the Western Conference because I think if the Clippers are just hanging around that four or five, maybe you don't. You're if you're on the top Ooh. seeds, you don't want to see them in the second round. You want to see them in the Western Conference Finals. So mm-hmm. I think that's going to come more into play that strategy. People are obviously not going to like it. They're going to call it out. It is what it is. But at the same time, it's going to provide so much more excitement for the league because yeah. then it's like, okay, we know we're probably going to get these two teams in the conference finals for each side, you know, yeah. type of thing. So it's going to build more excitement for sure. I'm ready, man. Like I said, we're about a month and a half away, mm-hmm. but I know all of us are just itching, itching, itching to see some oh, ball played again, man. My favorite thing, just getting home. Oh, 100%. Whatever game's on. 6.30, 7 o'clock. Chuck that Bulls game on. Come on. Stacey King through the ears. Oh. Ain't nothing better. Ain't nothing. So, uh, speaking of the Bulls, we're gonna roll with one of our favorite segments. I don't think we did it last year, but we gonna or that's last week, week but we no. that's twice. That's I said twice, that. yes. But we're gonna bring <laughs> we're gonna bring it back. Start bench cut. And yeah, this time, sure. <laughs> we're gonna have Zach Levine. We're gonna have 
Donovan Mitchell kind of in a in the, the, Donovan. the Donovan with him getting traded, and then three of the top four Bradley shooting guards Beal. in the East. Yeah, probably with a Jalen Brown if, missing if, out. If you call Harden a point guard, a special um, agent double B. I think yeah, this is a lot closer, though. I think it's a lot closer. I think it's a lot closer than we're going to make it seem. In my yeah, I mean, I'm going to try and make it seem close. But... Oh, last. You're going last. Oh, let me go first because I didn't go first the last time. Oh, yeah. And I get, usually go first. I want to get my point across. I'm going to get my point across right away. Give me Zach Levine. Zach Levine is going to start. Unless it's like MJ or Kobe. <laughs> Prime Wade. Dwayne Wade. Unless it's MJ or Kobe. Give me Zach Levine as shooting guard. I okay. think I man, I would kill to see him as a number one again. Because mm. I just think athletic, talent, pu- just pure ability. I, there's not many guys that have in this that have touched this league that are at his level. I mm. really don't think so, man. Like his ability. The jumping ability, man. He doesn't just jump; he leaps. You know, he's a he's a soar. He's I soar. believe I can. You know fly. what I'm saying? It's not yeah. like he's like like LeBron. LeBron oh, jumps. Oh. LeBron jumps. Yes. Powerful. Zach glides. Yeah. He's a and floats. That's why he's always able to do the change, shifty in midair, slide through people. I mean, if there was one person who I could shoot a three a three pointer like, it'd be Clay Thompson. If there's a second person, it'd be Zach Levine. Oh. It's so clean, crisp. I mean, oh, okay, you're talking get... about form. You're talking about form. Bro, I got, I got you. I got cash. you. I got you. And then I, got I just you. think his ability to go off the dribble, his ability to also, I think t- the last two years took a big step playmaking mm-hmm. and uh, defensively. We... Def- I mean, it's still not there. When but when the pieces ball. when the pieces are around him, yes, yeah. he he does. Th- show especially after. especially as a point of attack defender, uh, dude. I think he's, I think he's got defender, it all. He I really do. I really do. I think he's got it all. Open yeah. open court. I mean, he can. I love Zach. I, I was so happy we resigned him. I love Zach. I'm gonna go number two, Bradley Beal. Oh. I'm going to be benching Bradley Beal. Uh, I think Bradley Beal is very similar to Zach. Not as explosive, not as like athletic, but a little craftier, mm-hmm. a little more. You know what I mean? Kind of like shift. Not like because Zach is like he'll stare at you and he's past you. He has Whereas a quick Brad, first step. Bradley first step. is a little less explosive and it's kind of got to be a little smarter about it but he's always kind of been smart a smarter player mm-hmm. um and i think with this role we saw with a little bit of time in new orleans he also became a little bit of a playmaker too so he's kind of showed new that orleans. new orleans isn't that oh i'm sorry I'm thinking CJ. Yeah, my, bad, my bad my bad man damn it you lost all credibility with that I know. one but uh no i get what you mean though he he's you know still, what i mean yeah he's I mean, very, he, he has to be crafty yeah yeah it's just yeah. i don't know. i think it's like he's zach put a step down Yes, and but just because he doesn't well, but <laughs> and, and, and even when he was in his prime, I don't think he had the overall explosive ability. No, yeah, no. I mean, I'm cutting. He's just a bucket. That's all. I'm cutting down Mitchell. I'm I'm a, I'm gonna just I'm go second. There. Uh, I'm stopping there. I'm not I, explaining I'm, that. I'm in I'm in agreement with with uh that's the exact same thing that I have with Christian. Y'all Chicago Bulls fans. No, it's not even that, dude. I just think. Zach cut, Levine is cut down I, the mission, right? I think, Nobody explained I think, that. I think Zach Levine is the better overall player. If we're talking, if we're talking legitly, he's the better overall player. So start bench cut. I'm going to start Zach Levine. I am benching Bradley Beal, and I'm also cutting Donovan Mitchell as well. Um, I think Zach again, better overall player. Christian said it. I'm not going to go too much into detail. Better overall player. Obviously, we've seen with the pieces around him that he is able to up his play. Um, benching Bradley Beal. Again, on the craftier side, straight bucket, not as much defensively, 
we're not really going to see that, I think, until obviously he gets a better team around him, maybe this year with Chris Tops mm-hmm. actually being there, hopefully being healthy. Maybe, you know, that team can actually try and do something, try and sneak into the playoffs. Who knows? Mm-hmm. And then I'm cutting Donovan Mitchell. Stop I just, right there. I'm just cutting. <laughs> I'm just cutting. Um, he is a bucket, though. He, he is a bucket, it. but, I'd rather, but I, I'd rather have Bradley Beal if I had – whoever I was choosing to get a bucket for me, it would be Bradley Beal over Donovan Mitchell. That's all I got to say. All right. Well, <laughs> you got the same? No. Okay. But I am starting. Yeah. I am starting Zach. Um, oh, and one yeah. of my reasons, that, <laughs> I don't think one of my one of, my reason that hasn't been mentioned yet is that he has gotten better every year until getting hurt last year. We have seen growth in at least two aspects of his game. Getting hurt and having to no longer be enough. Yeah, but I think even then we saw a lot of improvement on in his point of attack defense Mm -hmm. and in like we he's always been one of the best off ball shooters in the league. Like it's it's underrated, but he's one of the best off ball shooters in the league. Um, It's why people look at him as the perfect complement when they're talking about championship teams and they're like Lakers fans were dying to have him because he was the perfect complement. Be scary. To a guy, to a team that has guys like LeBron or AD because he's still capable of doing things both with the ball in his hands and out of it. Um, but I am gonna bench Donovan Mitchell. I think this last year has got him have tarnished his reputation a lot, mm-hmm. but I think he's shown a better ability to carry a team, at least on the offensive side of the ball, than Bradley Beal has. Um, he's the sole reason they even contended in a lot of the playoff games. Uh, the series against the Clippers a few years ago, uh, series against Denver. You're thinking about Denver. Denver, well. yeah, yeah. And then that was actually crazy. That bubble series. Yeah. Yes, the bubble series. Like he's he fully took over for a team that whose style seemed to just get a, completely thrown out in the playoffs because their shooter, their regular season shooters weren't making shots. Nope. Their regular season depoy couldn't. It was taken <laughs> out of the game. Um, so I think. Obviously, last year, he didn't care, and I think it showed, and I think it ruined his reputation a lot, but I think he's better. And again, I'm taking a little bit of the youth on this. I think both – he's better now than Beal was at his age, and Beal at 32 is happy to take his Supermax contract and vibe in the purgatory of Washington, um, and I'm going to cut him. Just because I, I think he is a bucket, um, but I think – he just doesn't give me the same type of like he's that type of guy who like he goes for 40 and 50 and his team loses. You're right. you're looking you're looking at it more so as like the elevator. Like Mitchell yes. is kind of this Mitchell elevates player, his but team more. He can elevate. I yes. Gotcha. So that's where that's where my reasoning lies. So Isaac, you so look Isaac, like you Isaac look, is starting. You look like you're looking deal. around. You look like you're looking around. I don't even want to do this no more. You're, you're moving like Nelly. You used to babysit Brad <laughs> Beal. It won't Man loves him at, no matter what he does. What you got? What you got, Isaac? I'm starting Bradley Beal. You are high. Keep going, bro. Go ahead. He's a bucket. How am I high? Go ahead. Go ahead. Bro, go ahead. there's multiple seasons. We talk about playmaking. He's a better playmaker than both of them. He averaged six assists. Almost averaged seven last year. On top of that, his assist numbers been better than Zach Levine's and been better than Donovan Mitchell. And he can score on all three levels better than Donovan Mitchell and way more efficient than Donovan Mitchell. But not better. Okay. But not better than Zach. I, no, I'm not going. Now I'm taking Zach from the Bulls standpoint. I'm not looking at Zach from the Timberwolves standpoint. I'm still taking Zach as a bench player, and I'm going to cut Donovan Mitchell. Thank you. Because don't, I don't, don't care don't what nobody. It. Yeah. 
I, I mean, well, you got to know why, but like with the bench pool, those two guys, I got two certified buckets. And the only thing I don't like about this list, because we can't say none of them defend because not a lick of them play a single lick of defense. And yeah. Bradley Bill averaged more steals than both of them. So I will take Bradley Bill. Well, let's think Again, about it. Again, I think Zach that Levine. goes towards that craftiness. Yeah, yes. and that's – and I just think, right – yeah, I just think if you look at the roles that everybody had, Donovan Mitchell had a team that was surrounded by defense. Cool. And what he had to Still do was – Still couldn't win. Still couldn't win because all he could do was score. But the one thing Donovan Mitchell can't do is score efficiently. It's, that's right. That's I why think I if you put volume. Riley, yeah, but if you volume. put Riley Bill on that Utah team, I think they win. That's how I feel about Win what? A series? Or I think they get a little bit further than what they, they win more. Win more. I don't think they win a championship or none of that. I think they get deeper into the playoff with a Bradley Bill. Because even with his back against the wall in the playoffs, he's put up 50. He's put up 50 two or three times on that like occasion. And on top of that, he just never had a team. So it's really hard to judge him against both of them. So, like, y'all not going to do my boy here three-level score. <laughs> Zach Levine, my dog. All three of them are three-level I think it scores. was close, but I just eh, think that. Eh, eh. But the reason you got to look at it, I love Zach. Zach gets his buckets in efficient ways. The only thing I hate is that Zach doesn't go to the rim enough for me, okay? That's my he thing. he doesn't get be. whistles. Right, which is I understand. But Donovan Mitchell, on the other hand, could come down, hit a nice, efficient bucket, and then shoot that bitch off the side of the backboard the next time down. I'm not dealing with that. Or spin through the lane through three people, okay. force some bullshit up. You're talking that's about Donovan, that great? Come on now. That's Donovan Mitchell, though. That's why he has to be cut. I'm Zach. not putting bench in him. This was too close. <laughs> too Zach. close to my liking. Too close for my liking. Too close. Maybe, too close. maybe Bale a few years ago, but I think right now Zach is... Sex, I do. We can debate about the starting and benching, but the cutting has to be Donovan Mitchell. Thank you. Yeah, Thank yeah. You. I'm not Hands taking down. a 32 year old in purgatory. Sorry. Yeah. You yeah. take Mitchell a bucket that can't play a licking defense. But none of them. He's really he's one dimensional. He's our ISO guy. We're going to go spread. Why do you go think he played so well in the bubble? Spread. <laughs> spread. Hey, hey, I got Open Mitchell. Spread. We're going to get a bucket. <laughs> No way, bro. He only lucky. Look at him. Look what he just did. He just that's went from. Left, that's why I left the Cavaliers out of my top six last week. Right. That's why he just left. Look what he just left. He left when he had Rudy. Rudy won defensive player of the year and couldn't get it done. Now he got two bigs, the size of Rudy, and still ain't going to do shit. <laughs> the size of Rudy. So, so, that, true, so as in they're not going to do anything. So are, for, for your perspective, Isaac, are they going to make the playoffs? Yes or no? Hell Ooh. no. Like they're. The yes. Cavaliers. I have Are a they feeling gonna... they're gonna choke it. They're gonna choke it. They're gonna choke it. No, they're I think they're. I think they're too talented of a starting five to not. They're gonna choke it. I was gonna say. I don't. I think. I do have them in the play-in though. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I don't. And that's I think... where it gets dangerous. It takes one game to play in compared to Correct. the other ones. It oh, takes right. one that's game. Point, they should have came out the. Should have came out the play-in last year. No, he's right though. They should have came out. Came out of the play-in last year. No, they played Brooklyn. Outside, who they play the second game? Second Atlanta, game. right? Yeah, they, they played Atlanta. Be Atlanta. They yeah. should have. They, yeah, they, they were up. They were up for majority of the game too. Right, they you had Kevin Herter and a. a I'm pretty Trey sure it wasn't was. even efficient. I'm that pretty game. sure it was Kevin Herter went yeah. off at the end. Mm-hmm. That's uh, that's what I'm saying. Like I get what you They should have made you. it out of the players. They're gonna choke again. All right, that was yeah, bold. I like that. I like that. I, I'm that glad at least we're in. I'm I'm glad at least we're in agreement. Most of us. Yeah, I'm glad we're in agreement that Bradley Beal plays for New Orleans. <laughs> I can't. Yo, Loki, you could have thrown CJ in there. I might have started him over, uh, over freaking D. Mitch still too. Probably. Just I would. Book over just, everybody. 
no, whatever, bro. Probably take CJ over. I pr- I'll take Zach. C- I probably take CJ over both. I'll uh, take Zach Beal and Mitch. Mm-hmm. Okay, I thought that that we got a little more. On that. that was a little more interesting than I thought it was going to be. So I'm glad we did that. One. Yeah, I thought that was a lot man, closer. I'm all, Dang, I'm, you've been on the hot streak I'm, I'm, ever since we came to here. <laughs> Everybody on your ass. Yes, I, I agree. Agree. Okay, so we're going to slide over to the NFL. Uh, week one happened. Oh. Crazy ass week, boy. Crazy. Crazy ass week. Crazy. Oh God. So I'll go over at least. Niners. I'll go over real yeah, quick. Please. Um. So I got the go complete. I got up. the complete list of the games here. So just going over them in case anybody missed. So, uh, yesterday Monday Night Football, Seahawks beat the Broncos. Uh. So we'll we'll go into the, uh. That'll be the last one we cover. But let's talk about the first game of the season: Bills and Rams. Oof. Oof. Man. Circle, circle the, the fucking wagon. wagon. That was a. Thumping. If you're a Bears fan and you're not bandwagoning the Bills, what are you doing? They're basically us, but better. So please, if so, you're a Bears fan and you're sad that we're not going to be good, bandwagon the Bills with me. Bills beat the Rams 31 <laughs> 10. Dolphins beat the Patriots 20 7. Uh, Ravens beat the Jets 24 9. Yep. Saints beat the Falcons 27 26. Close though, yep. Browns beat the Panthers 26-24. Uh, Eagles over Lions 38-35. That was a hell of a fucking game. Yes, that was a good game. The Uh, Lions in a shootout losing another heartbreaker, but still, man. Uh, they were getting their ass whooped. They came back, bro. They started pinching away. New Orleans Orleans was getting handled pretty bad, too, in the first half. Um, Down 26-10, yeah. Commanders over the Jaguars 28-22. That was closer than I thought too. Yeah, Jags looked okay. As as bad as they looked, they looked okay. Yeah. Technically, um, Gary should be on a hand. If I talk about it later. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this one I'm they're very disappointed in. Colts and Texans tied. Trash, bro. Dude. And they uh, just cut. They just cut old boy. And, today, and they like, cut Rodrigo. Man, I don't get it. But okay. Uh, Steelers over the Bengals, twenty three. Uh, twenty. Oh, Joey B Tra- down. Bitch. Chargers over the Raiders. Uh, Titan or I'm sorry, Giants over the Titans. Look at him. Vikings, Vikings over the Packers, Chiefs over the Cardinals, Buccaneers over the Cowboys. Kermit, baby. And then Bye-bye, Chicago Dad. Bears. Yeah, where you at, boy? Yeah. Where Let's you go. at, boy? Let's yes. go. Damn, Let's... that shit hurt hard. <laughs> you know, I have memes on memes ready to send to this boy. Uh, that shit hurt hard. I need to go back and clip. You saying they was gonna beat the shit out of them? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you watch that first half? They should have been up three, four scores. Y'all never had an offense. So, um, but you, that's why y'all got a chip. In our recap with all this, what do we believe was the best game of week one? Ooh, the Banks. best game. Um, there was a lot Saints of Falcons. Saints that Falcons. Was, that one was good. I like the. As bad as they were, both the overtime games, the Houston and I was gonna, I'm gonna take, I'm gonna take the Pittsburgh Steelers game. Yeah, they think. were fun. They or, were fun uh, watches. Cincinnati. Yeah, I think was my favorite. Watches. Like I, because the Bears were playing at that point. Uh, uh, there was another game that I was watching. I can't remember what the hell it was, but I kept, I, I literally kept the Steelers and Cincinnati on because that game was just, I mean, Unreal. Pittsburgh's defense was crazy. They lose T.J. Watt. They mm-hmm. still step it up. I mean, they had goal line stands. They had Minka, defensive player of the week. Dude, yes, he was insane. 
I mean, Pittsburgh yeah. has Pittsburgh has fully unlocked everything with Minka ever since he got traded from Miami to Pittsburgh. Bro, They've let him just Lord. be unleashed. Well, that's what, and that's what he did in college when he when he Correct. played under Nick Saban. He played linebacker. He played corner. He played safety. Yeah. Both safeties. He played everywhere. And yes. that's what they let him do. It's, it's like it's like the star role that Ramsey was playing last right, year. He does it better. For, uh, the Rams because he actually has mm-hmm. experience playing. Well, he can yeah. blitz from a linebacker. Spot. And he's a he bigger can blitz guy. from a DN spot. He can cover a number one out mm-hmm. wide. He can give you zone in the safety spots. Mm-hmm. He hits like a fucking tank. Bro, he blocked that. He blocked that kick, right? He did yeah. block the kick off the edge. So he got some speed. I, man, I've always loved him. All right, so that was yours, Isaac. So you said New Orleans and Atlanta was your best game. Yeah, because yeah, because it was like a coming Can't out Mike. Exactly, Kate Card Mike made a return <laughs> in that second half, and it was. And they're not trying to be funny. As much as I. Okay, I used to love Jameis Winston, James Winston when he was at Florida State. I still do a little bit. I still love him, but the one thing I used to hate was Jameis Winston throw four touchdowns, but like also four interceptions at the same yeah. time. Mm-hmm. And as they was getting their ass kicked, 26 to 10 in the middle of that fourth quarter, he had no interceptions. And he also kept an efficient game. He was 23 of 34 for 268 yards. Mm-hmm. And then on top of that, probably made the biggest plays, finding can't guard Mike coming down the stretch. And he got Jarvis. Shit, he made Jarvis Landry. That's what I was. He's a relevant fantasy receiver, everybody. Jarvis Landry now. Mm -hmm. Like, so I just think that with that game, the Falcons really blew a lead where Marcus Mariota was on the groove. Mm -hmm. Defense was playing a little bit well for him a little bit. Cordell Patterson just told y'all was like, I'm not going nowhere in a sense. And it's just, and they just wet the bed like they did in the Super Bowl. (laughs) What you got, Dean? For mine, I'm actually gonna go with. Um, I'm actually going to go with uh, the Dolphins over the Patriots. I thought the – I kind of thought that the Dolphins were going to kind of play around a little bit, but you know what? They – obviously, there were struggles all around week one. I think in all games, we can agree that it was kind of sloppy yeah, at one yeah. point or another. No, it's a few. No, I mean, yeah. Even the, Bill, even the Bills. Even the Bills. Kansas City. Like I would say KC. Yep. I was about to say KC yeah. looks also, like they're ready to run it back. But I think we're – like being able to see Tua actually be relaxed Actually, mm-hmm. being able to quarterback a team, being able to use him. all the weapons. You didn't watch him in Alabama or what? No, I'm just saying though. But like, actually having the like the backing of the coach and everything else, being oh. able to at least see what Jalen Waddle, what Tyreek Hill can do. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. Obviously, they still have a lot of work to do. The, I think the defense is going to be top five. I think that defense mm-hmm. is disgusting. Mm-hmm. They're young on the front line. They got Xavier Howard. You got Byron Jones on the back end there. I think they're going to be great. So, no, the defense is actually, I think, yes. very, very freaking solid. It's, un- it's underrated. And backfield trash. Correct. But That's going to be by committee all year. Their their defense, I think, is underrated because they don't have the huge, huge names like on the Rams, you know, or anything like that, or even on the Chargers. But the their defense, their the Bills, their defense can come to play, though. I think they'll be a top five defense. So that's my that's my best for uh, best week one game that I'm going with. Let's hear it, boy. All right. So let's go. Let's go to the worst section. Uh, I'm gonna nominate us because we played like dog shit. Don't hit the table. <laughs> All credit out. to the Bears defense, especially the D line. You D line was incredible. Yes. Whole game and and that boy Bo Jack in the safety spot. And how many showed times up? He showed Johnson up. My point is our play calling was atrocious. The execution was atrocious, and the discipline was. Pretty bad. Right. Kyle Shanahan. Uh, I have not seen a 49ers team 
Where's Mr. Krabs? Shoot themselves in the foot so many times. Like, get a Debo fumble, great play by Johnson, punching it out. But he's got to hold on to that. Mm-hmm. Right? That's, that's you know, a guy like Debo Samuel. Sh- hey, yeah, yeah, shout out to Debo. He fucked my fantasy all <laughs> he, he was like 20 yards downfield when that happened. Um, but it happened, though. Um, but the, the penalties killed us. The Bears scored, if not all three of their touchdowns, two out of their three touchdowns came after there was a penalty on a third down play. Mm-hmm. And, and so I was going to say, you, 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 uh, you congratulated the Bears defense. Yes. We were also extremely fucking disciplined. Yes. They that only had three penalties. Three for like 25 you know what you yards. ain't talk about? No, you, you need me to turn around? About? No, no, I'm talking about D. You're talking about your 49ers. You know what you didn't talk about? What? That's the no. next segment. That damn backfield. Look at Elijah Mitchell. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Yeah, he got hurt. the Niners. We first. have we have a yearly tradition of losing our, our starting running back uh, in game one. Uh, but one, I think we knew that the interior offensive line would be a problem, but it looks looking like a problem. Yeah. Um, Kittle's out doesn't help the blocking. Trade had oh, some good throws. Had some bad throw. Had some bad throws. Really bad one on a screenplay to end the first half. Don't think we would have got anything out of it, but. You know, throwing it in the dirt on a screenplay, never a good, uh, never a good look. But I don't think I, don't, I can't really fault him too much. Um, he played a solid game. He actually finished with a better rating than Fields. Like this much? That's that's yeah, that's bad. Um, saying by this but, much, is yeah. Bad. I'm gonna say though, though, when when the Bears took the lead, that boy looked rattled. Yes, and he looked Field, like he, he was lost. He looked like he didn't know what to do. And you could see it in Fields' face. Field looked confident. The that touchdown he was escaping happened. the pocket. And he looked down the field and he's like, I got wide receiver three, four, five, and six on everyone else's team. Let me try and make a fucking play. Yes. You know, the worst thing about that game was the fact that Dante Pettis scored. An X Niner. He was an he's an X Niner and he was <laughs> awful. He was loving He that. couldn't catch the ball, was muffing punts. The one thing he was supposed to be really good at was returning punts, and he was muffing them for us. So this man wants to come down. Probably you meant you said this earlier. He only caught it because he was within like twenty yards of space. Hey, but guess what? Twenty yards space, and all your defense right, but, ran with Fields. But you got to think, right? They ran with Fields, and then yeah. Monty went for a little screen around yeah, the first down mark and pulled. He pulled, pulled the, the two the defenders. Two that were, yes. Yeah. Um, but I think one thing that I am okay with is that I'm glad this bad game happened early. I'm glad it was against us. Gives us a lot of film. That we can so work good. on now throughout the season, rather than st- when you start well and then you start stumbling on later on. That's more I think of a concern. Teams go into crisis mode. Mm-hmm. A lot of times, they don't really know what's going wrong and why things have changed. I think being able to see that the mistakes that you made, both on both sides of the ball, the discipline stuff, that seeing that in week one is a lot better than seeing that in week thirteen, week twelve. Tastes you know, good. That swing could actually, too. yeah. yeah. I mean, Hold that for me, boy. We're actually, you know, we're actually uh last in the NFC West because we lost a division game or a conference game. <laughs> we're I like the only ones see. who played an NFC team. Okay, I'm week. gonna I'm gonna roll with a worst performance. I'm gonna roll with the Broncos mm-hmm. because I think a lot of us probably had them winning that game by two touchdowns to who a lot of people have Ooh. as I did. I didn't think I thought it was gonna be close first half. A lot of people have Seattle pegged as one of the worst teams, a Mm -hmm. top three to five. And easy. 94% of the money line bets were on the Broncos. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, and what? That defense showed up. 
Jordan Brooks is looking like the next coming of like a Luke Keekley to be one of those middle linebackers all over the field. Mm-hmm. I mean, oh, big Al Woods. It's insane. Oh. Al Woods on the interior. They got a few rookies Wool- on the Wool- outside. Uh, Woolen, their cornerback Woolen. He's like yeah, about yeah. six, there's three, two six rookies. Four. There's two rookies on the outside that oh. played pretty well. I mean, Kobe Bryant got he, got, he burned. got burnt by Judy and then never saw the field. But, but it's a lot of potential. Half. A lot of potential. So that was, I mean, I just think it was bad on Denver and their yeah. play calling. That's my opinion. When you're going up against two rookies. Yeah. You got Judy and Sutton. I want you challenging them all day, especially because one of them was one-on-one every freaking time. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, they, they had a lot of shooting themselves in the foot moments. The two fumbles in the goal line really. And I the think, turnover on downs. Yeah. In the red zone as well. That, yeah. The, um, but it was one of the three chances to come away with points. And all you needed was one field goal from any of those three. Yeah. Um, it was just they they played really badly, like within their own realm. And I mean the defense second half, they allowed 34 yards to Seattle yep. the whole second half. Yet they couldn't come back because they just couldn't finish off plays. Yeah. And that's what they that I mean, I said I saw a stat today about teams that don't start play their starters in preseason. Mm-hmm. Um over the last Which we were talking about. Yeah. If you look at the teams who teams really had rep. offenses firing, the Chiefs had had their starters mm-hmm. play some snaps. The Bills had their starters play some yep. snaps. Minnesota had their starters play a yep. few snaps. I mean, teams that rested their starters for the entire preseason are six and thirteen straight up yeah. in week uh, one over the last mm-hmm. two years. So all these uh, teams that think they're you know hot shit and rest during the preseason because they don't want to risk injury, guess, come down, get a couple couple series, and we've seen it two years now from the Packers where they look. Absolutely awful. Awful one. one. They, they turned it around yeah. last year, but we'll, we'll see if it's possible with the less less offensive uh, offensive weapons this week. All right, what, okay. what, what, what do y'all got? Who's one of some of your worst teams or performers? Um, Maybe could have been an individual player. Even I'm gonna go with some of my worst performers. Well, one I'm gonna go Tampa Bay and Dallas. Uh, I'm gonna yeah, go Dallas has one good. of the worst performers. Mm-hmm. Even when Dak was in there, did not look good. Their offense did not look good at all. Offensive line was terrible. Yep. Um, everything was terrible. I mean, their defense did play did play well. They hold the defense held did play really good. They I held think. they held up. They pl- held the Buccaneers to nineteen points, but that I mean, offense they were, they were CD, getting gashed on the ground. CD CD Lamb did not look yeah, like a number one wide correct. receiver. Um, it's looking like a mistake that they let Amari Cooper go. Mm-hmm. Um, so obviously we'll see how that goes. And uh, and he's, Dak is supposed to maybe at minimum. We're gonna see. I think I won't say it's a mistake yet until we get to see Michael Gallup take the field again. Because yeah. that's and that James, was the choice was to resign Washington. him and leave. Yep. Yep. Cooper, but and it's then not looking good. My other worst one is Indianapolis time with, with Houston. That's tough. Yeah, um, that was really bad. I'll put you on that. Matt Matt Ryan played a solid game. He had the one interception, had over 300 yards passing. Let, let Isaac talk since he had. Yeah, yeah go ahead. Yeah, that that the yeah, no, I agree with you, Danny, because I feel yeah. like that team's just the same. It's not, it wasn't, it's no drop off from. Matt Ryan and Carson Wentz. There's a drop off from Carson Wentz coach to this Washington Commanders Carson Wentz now. Mm-hmm. But, but when you look at that offense, it's the same thing. I think once again, we was talking about it a couple episodes ago about Jonathan Taylor repeating that success. I don't think I think Jonathan Taylor has no choice if they're gonna yeah. like yeah. drive on that offense. Michael Pittman's gonna have to eat every every catch possible mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. that team because there's nothing else on that team. They like look Matt like Ryan. the Titans from last year and the year before. Yes, they which look could like, be a disappointing team to also throw in there. They lost to the the Giants, the Giants. but I think that's more credit to the Giants. The not only yes. were the players playing well, but like the culture, every, the energy. Giants, seemed they had different. They had, they had, in my opinion, one of the best off seasons. Yeah, and I think, I think they, another one. I think that we're forgetting just because it happened Thursday. Then 
the Rams. Rams and I, specifically see, the reason I don't have Matt Stafford. The reason I don't have that as a worst performance is because they played the Super Bowl favorites. Yes. That came out. Well, I mean, also, they, the Bills still had three or four turnovers. It's not like they had two. But the one thing I think when they you look at teams them. like that on a night, it happens in the NBA too. On nights of like award ring ceremonies or anything mm-hmm. like that, and I think it creates what's it called the Super Bowl hangover in a sense. Right. So they came out not ready to play at all. You got your rings right before you probably was focused before the game, but then you got your rings. Focus went all the way out the window. Then you got your yeah. rings in front of everybody, and then you come in to play a team who low key should have been the Super Bowl last. They hungry. They're hungry. They hungry. So like you just asked to get your ass with that yeah. first game. Yeah, honest. but it's one of those like I think it was a recipe for a loss in my opinion. Yes, that's a why loss. I'm not. But the way that. Stafford played, a lot of the throws he made, the elbow though. I know that, they're saying that, that, it's good, but. Yeah, that that but that that's, that's not a cut. You can't say, oh, the, oh, he's got a hurt elbow. So that's that's the terrible sign. If the hurt elbow is impacting his throwing ability, yeah. Well, it, also it's not too, great. he didn't get chance. Like we was talking about preseason, since the elbow injury, he didn't get chance to work with nobody. Yeah. So I think, like, like you just said earlier with the 49, thank God it's the week one. Yeah, for them. I'm not tripping on like, them. That's why yeah, I didn't I'm not include the Niners in a worse performance. Yeah, but I am gonna put Aaron Rodgers on that too, my boy. Okay. Those wide receivers. Are I'm not tripping awful. on him yet either. Yeah. No, right no, 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 no. Now the reason I'm picking on Aaron Rodgers is because this is what tells me why he can't be a break. He's a great quarterback, legendary in my opinion. Okay. But he can't be. It's where he's like can't win. He's not a, in my opinion, a leader in a sense. He didn't work with those guys like that in the offseason. None of his receivers like that. All he did was technically criticize them. He didn't try to like let me straddle you under your wing a little bit. Or try to do extra work outside of that, like shit. Cooper yeah. Cup and Matthew Stafford ate breakfast every day to try to figure out stuff together. Yep. He's not doing that with those guys. So when you get down now, you got like certain days you used to run with Devontae, it's not gonna work. Right. It's not the same. And okay. then on top of that, your, your your backfield is so much going on in the backfield. I think you need to choose who you commit to. Karen Jones look good. I they both Aaron look Jones really good. Yeah, I just I think just you think, get more versatility with Aaron Jones. Yeah, I think even if you're going to do that, your receivers are lacking. Robert Tunyon, a couple years ago, had 11 t- touchdowns. Yeah, fine Robert again. Tunyon. Yeah, fine Robert Tunyon. Fine mm. Randall Cobb. I think it'll special. get better, too, when Lazard comes back. You yeah. have Lazard and Cobb on the field, and then only one rookie rather than two or yeah. three rookies. Mm-hmm. That was yeah, a huge but, loss. Yeah, but looking at the Watkins and all of them, I just don't think they built enough rapport with Aaron Rodgers to even thrive. And then Aaron mm. Rodgers looked like shit. Again, week one. And if we are being completely honest, when when have rookie wide receivers, even if it's obviously they haven't outside picked one in the, the first, first round, round, very rarely. But obviously, yeah. but obviously they haven't picked one in the first round. But even when they do start them, it takes them years to like actually be productive. So it's mm-hmm. going to be interesting to find out for at least how they go and continue into the season. Um, another one, obviously, we touched on it a little bit. Isaac touched on it with uh, Michael Thomas. Uh, best performance. Like, if y'all want to go performance surprisers, yeah, surprising um, teams. Players, my, mine, I'm, actually, I'm actually gonna go with um, I, I might take yours, Christian. You are uh, Saquon, you fucking cock. I'm not gonna go into it, I'll, I'll let you go cock. into it. But I'm, yeah. I'm, one, I'm just glad he's back, he made an impact, he was a monster. But I'll let you take, I'll let you take the rest of it. And bro, you just did the man's a monster. Man. I think he's in a contract year, so he's probably gonna have. The best season of his career. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be better than his rookie year. I think he's now a year off the ACL. He's He had games under his belt last year. He had a, a whole offseason. And I know we talked about it with AD. We've talked about it with other people. He's got a whole offseason of 
being healthy yeah. and being able to work on stuff rather than rehabbing in the off season. And that's yeah. huge. Yes. So I think they're going to, I think they're going to use him like a frigging horse. I really do. And I think his, his numbers are going to be insane. I think he, I think he's back, man. I really do. I don't want to so. overreact too much, but that was hundred percent. My top performer, they get shafted without him in that um, game. Mm-hmm. Another, I'll, I'll at least say another one real quick for me. Um, AJ Brown. Um, I didn't really know. Tutty. I didn't, yeah, tutty, but, but I didn't, I didn't really away. know. I didn't really know what to expect from him on the first game. Um, yeah, I, I expected him that. to, I, well, I didn't, I'm more so of like what he was actually going to do production wise, but I the was fact more that he went off Jalen Hurts than AJ Brown. I got you. But yeah, at least like for AJ Brown, he was one. I'm glad he at least had that performance showing that he is worth the money, showing that he could be a true number right. one wide receiver as long okay. as you give him the opportunity. So that's where I'm going with that. And speaking of true number one wide receivers. That man, Jay Jettas, is oh, gonna be a problem. Hey, I was gonna tell you, if that man Jettas, Tay, Cup, Pittman, shit, y'all had great week ones. Mm. That that man, that, you know, is imp- impressive too. I'm not saying the Packers defense is a one. I definitely think they're like a second tier defense. Yeah. But he was turning Jair inside out. Oh. Yeah, and Jair obviously he came out and said that he wasn't. The coaches said they didn't want him shadowing. Um, he wanted to be shadowing uh, Jefferson the whole game, but. Even when they, he, he, had a, he got I will say story. he had a fairly quiet second half. Yes, yeah. but I think he was seven receptions for one something. May I finish with nine, only nine for two one, two four, and two half. touchdowns. But yeah. I think part of that is the fact that they were playing with a lead, so they started playing a little bit more conservatively. Yeah. Um, I think the Packers did adjust well um, defensively. Correct. Defensively, um, correct. But if if they're able to, if he's able to come out like that in the first half every game. They might not even need to worry about the second half in a lot of these games, only yeah. against the better teams. Yeah, and, because, and the NFC North's got a softer schedule, so yeah. yeah. So it's one of those he's where like eat. it's he gonna eat. They he's he's looking scary. He's gonna eat, man. What else? What what other one you got? I besides Jettas? Uh, two. I got, got their boy Pat Mahomes. Nope. The five TDs. Kermit baby. Kermit baby. You know, and I'll be honest, I was on here a couple weeks ago saying they wasn't going to be shit. I said it. I did. I take I it told, back. And, and I take and it Danny all got back. Him. Me and Danny got him. I, I told you, he's going to go crazy. He has so much. Like, how, how bad of a year did he have last year? Terrible, right? Apparently bad. terrible. QB4. Yeah, it wasn't so. that bad. It was just the fact that you rocking out with Marquez Valdez, Scanlon, and Juju Smith-Schuster. No, that was Juju my looked good. Juju looked good. Looked I mean, really he had good. the fumble, but he was running routes clean. He was breaking routes, mm-hmm. outer routes. He was in rhythm with Pat. Obviously, Kelsey was Kelsey, but. And then I think the be- the best performance of the week, as everybody else had one, was Carson Wentz, in my opinion. Okay. 65%, 66% completion percentage, mm-hmm. 313 yards, four tutties, four tutties. He did throw back-to-back picks, which is some bullshit. Yeah. But he got fixed that one way or the other. But, man, played a phenomenal game in his first game as a Washington commander. You know, yeah. I'm shout out to uh, Curtis Samuel on that too because yes. yeah. I'm glad to see him healthy and being able to be productive because the man was kind of Debo before Debo. He yes. was the one yeah. taking those backfield carries and doing all these gadget plays as well. As now, my out. question for you, V, is this: Would you pick him up this week if he on the waiver wire? Um, in I already in got him my in leagues, line. A couple, <laughs> a couple of my leagues, he's lined but up. But you at the bottom of the waiver order. We ain't talking to you, Danny. Uh, yes, I got. Um, for me, when it comes to fantasy, I'm a big I like to look at things like targets and opportunity. Mm-hmm. Um, seeing 11 targets means he's the safety blanket. You know, he's the Renfro for Carson Wentz. He's going to be that guy where he's like 
scans the field don't don't see anything where samuel right the problem now. is they still have so many yeah weapons. they have so many weapons and it's going to come those those types of teams that have a lot of weapons you're going to have ups and downs but when you have a guy who's so versatile and can be so productive after the catch you know you can dump it off to him on a one yard dump off and he yeah. can make it in he can get you a first down that you know, quarterbacks see that. It's the same reason why Brady loved James White and he loved Edelman. He could trust their hands and he could trust them to make plays after they caught the ball. Amendola. Yeah. I think I mean, another Amendola huge thing too for <laughs> I think another huge thing too, especially for the commanders, is that we know we know Scary Terry's their number one, being able to solidify that number two spot for them. Jahan Dodson had a great game as well, mm-hmm. coming back, very first game of the season. But I think being able to solidify that two and three and yeah. have that consistency is going to be so much better well, yeah. for them and teams, actually provide that consistency. In the last year or two, we're able to just – if we take Terry out, they are going to struggle. Mm-hmm. Now, if you say, all right, we're going to put our best corner and shade of safety over, you're you're sacrificing. You cannot choose to commit so much yeah. to Terry Curtis and leave Curtis Samuel out of the slot and on the other side. side. Logan and Thomas tight end. Yeah, and Gibson and – Then who you taking? Then who you taking? Jeff Wilson or Curtis Samuel? Depends on the league. I'm taking Jeff Wilson in our league with our with our friends from here because my running back situation is Cam Akers in, at RB2. <laughs> but in my okay. other league, I've got Samuel queued up and all, all the other ones. Whether I get him or not, depends on the waiver spot. Yeah, we'll have to see. And I want to say shout out to you, V. I just asked questions so I could pick up these two players out the waiver wire just now. <laughs> so go ahead. You know, you I only get one. Yeah, you get you get, you get <laughs> yeah, one. Cycle back around. Hey, as long as it's one or the other, I take either or at this point, baby. Hey, don't sleep on Burkhead. Man, man seems like he's gonna be getting opportunities in that backfield. Yeah, I was talking to my yeah. friend about this, and I, we were laughing at the fact that we were mentioning Rex Bro, Burkhead. Did he put up a thirty piece last year at the yeah. end of the year. Yeah, that was it, the season it just finale. seems like they don't trust Damian Pierce. In I would know fully passing fully yet. I think they're uh, it, well, in passing down specifically, and they're mm-hmm. a team that are that's going to be behind a lot, and they're going to be passing a lot. So I think that bodes well for Burkhead. Yeah, for sure. But so we went over the recap of the NFL Week One. Now we're going to go over quickly our fantasy podcast league recap. Um, needless to say, for your boy here, <laughs> it's, it's tough. It's tough. Solo couldn't make it on, bro. That's I tough. know Solo couldn't make it on. That's crazy. I, I really, I really wish I would have because That's he crazy, lost as bro. well. But That's crazy. shout out to Cam Akers, <sighs> man. Crazy. At least for me, you got So, at least for me, the only bright spots, well, a couple bright spots, uh, Cooper Cup, Jalen Waddle, and then uh, Jerry hey, Judy. You outscored um, me, so yeah. I can't even say that. It was by point four two or something like that, but. <laughs> So our top performer, though, for the fantasy league, let me get that pulled up here. Uh, Cruzy. Yeah, it was was uh, Cruzy. He ended up having one fifty eight. Hundred and yeah, right there though. I had one hundred fifty seven. The yep. Glizzy Gladiators was right there. The yeah. Glizzies were um, there. Can I can I say Cruzy had one hundred fifty eight points with Dak Prescott as his quarterback? By the Correct. way. Correct. Like hey, any man, hey. any on a streak, any serviceable quarterback, he's topping at least one seventy. Yes. Hey, in another league, Cruzy almost put put up two hundred points. Yeah, he was our, our first or one of our first two guests to come on, but he wasn't able to make it today. And I'm glad because I don't want to have to hear him gloat. Just man. wait. It, I was gonna say Dave had a really solid team too. Yes. Josh Allen thirty one, JT twenty seven, Kelsey twenty six. 
Gabe Mike, Davis. And Williams. Mike Williams yeah. was bad. Brees Hall, I'm not a big fan of. But, I mean, he's got a solid team, too. Yeah. Let's talk about them glizzy gladiators, baby. Man. And then we and punched the fart box according to the projections. Hey, I did pretty good. I was I was projected 129. I got yeah. 131. I mean, I mean, I had nice. a dec- I had an all-around game. Everybody except for Daniel Carson got double digits and DC was at nine. So. I had an all-around game too. Almost everyone got eight points. I mean, Austin <laughs> Eckler, I know, is not gonna dud for eleven every week. Yeah, I mean that's how I feel with Henry too. I know it eight I know eight points is not is gonna be the outlier outlier. He also mm-hmm. had a bad week one last year. Yes, um, and it proceeded to go on an astronomical tear before. I feel like I'm sit. I feel pretty. I feel like I'm sitting pretty. My three back situation. I'm, I'm not worried, it, bro. I'm Leonard, not... If Leonard Fournette gets a touchdown, he goes from 17 to 20, 24, 25. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not so, worried. So, so far in the league, um, so we do have an East and West standings or conferences, as you will call it. So, for the East conference, so far mm-hmm. the standings okay. go, uh, go as uh, Cruzy. Uh, we got Dak. Dactian? Dactian. Oh, we got Dactian. Okay, I like that, Cruzy. So we got Dactian. We don't got Dactian. One, uh, we got Dactian one and zero leading the East. Uh, circle the wagon, Dave one and zero as well. And then following that, uh, Mikey, myself, and Vitor zero and one rounding out the East standings. And then for the West, uh, Glizzies. Yeah, for the top three, uh, we got Glizzy Gladiators, number one in the West so far. Punch the fart box, uh, Christian Caban (laughs) in second, and then uh, Josh Pater. Rounding out the top three there, and then Marcelo, yeah, yeah Daniel Holbert, Marcelo, yeah. and John John, uh, rounding out the last two spots at 0 and 1. Um, I think it's going to be competitive. It's 10 teams again, a lot of our teams are going to be stacked, but obviously, see week by week, and I think it will, I think it will be close. I think it will be close there in the end. I so. agree. So, I'm gonna take over right now because we got another fun segment. We kind of went away from it the last two weeks, but we back with it. Yes. Would you rather now? Kind of bursting onto the scene late last season. Mm-hmm. Another big game uh, on Thursday against the Rams. Opened out hot with that, what, 30-yard touchdown. Mm-hmm. He had two big catches. Gabriel yes. Davis. Um, I think he's going to be the clear-cut number two in Buffalo. They got a lot of weapons, but he's. I think he's going to be lining up uh, across from Stefan basically all season, yeah. barring any injuries. So we're going to run a would you rather with him. Um, obviously, I'm not going to throw guys like Jettas in there. I'm not going to throw guys like Cup and Devontae in I'll there. Make it we're going to throw some some twos and threes. Maybe even a one in there that I think, you know, maybe if he wasn't on a stacked Bills team, would Gabe Davis be a one? You know what I'm saying? So I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to bring these names up real quick and we're going to run with it. So first off, I'll get offended. Would you rather have Gabe Davis or DJ Moore? Oh, DJ, DJ Moore. Moore. DJ Moore. Yeah, DJ. Okay. His last name more like me. <laughs> I'm going to go with Gabe Davis, Michael Pittman. Michael Pittman. 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 I agree, though. <laughs> Pittman's solid. I actually wanted him. I wanted the Niners to draft him. Pittman, out of Pittman is solid. Uh, this one might be a feel a little skewed. Because he did have a decent game yesterday, but like Gabe Davis or Jerry Judy? Gabe. I'm going to go Dave, Gabe Davis. Runner. Yeah, I'm going to go to Gabe Davis. I think all about Judy, though. I think all about Judy's opportunities. Judy, Judy, it's one of those where I think he has more talent, but we haven't seen it. 
yet. That broken foot hurt last year. Yeah, we haven't seen it yet. So we'll- I, lie, I seen his footwork last year. Judy it was amazing. This year is a little bit slowed down. It's probably like I said because of the foot, but Gabe, I got him right now. Yeah. Better route runner. Okay, let's go with Gabe Davis or Amon Ross St. Brown. Oh, give me St. Brown. Give me Gabe Davis. St. Brown's oh, a dog. Is Danny thinking about it? I'm going to go Amon Ra. Amon Ra. I just think, his, one, his name is cold. Dog but, in your hand. Yes. But I think uh, Amon Ra St. Brown is that dude. I think he's going to have yes. a fantastic okay. year. He's that dude. No. Gabe Davis or Hollywood Brown? Oh, Gabe Davis. Gabe Davis. Really? I will never back Hollywood Brown after what happened after what Give that man Gabriel. did to me last year. Yeah. Give me Gabriel. I just think it's, it's the hand. I think oh. Hollywood's got a lot of talent, but his hands let him down. Yes. His hands ain't hands, baby. Y'all are crazy for some of these. All right. I like these last three a lot. Oh. Um, we're gonna go Gabriel Davis or Darnell Mooney. Uh, I'm gonna go, go Darnell Mooney. I'm gonna yeah. go Darnell. Darnell Mooney. I think if you put these guys, some of these guys, with Josh Allen instead of who they got I thrown think Darnell in, Darnell snaps. Yes. Yeah, I take Mooney. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, think Darnell. I think Darnell's a. I think he's a better route runner than Gabe. Obviously, the speed he has to make up for it with with him being smaller size. Oh, we don't um, know what Mooney's speed is because can't nobody throw him the goddamn ball. That's that's <laughs> true. But from what we've seen on clips of where he's gotten open, I'm gonna go Mooney over Mooney over Gabe Davis wow, for that. Okay. One. Yo, that's a clean sweep. I like that. Yes. Okay. Now Gabe Davis, or are we gonna go with big play Mike? Mike Williams. Gabe Davis. I because I in my opinion. Big play I think Mike, Mike is the biggest guy to ever in my life. To just be a top five receiver. It's it's one of those, right? Because evaluating players in football is so much harder because you're not just it's hard yeah. to evaluate just them. Yeah. They're in my, my, my argument is this Targets. Mike Williams is a half a season ass receiver to me. He plays well one half of the season and then he shits his pants the second half. It's every more like every fucking, other game. No, it's but. every year. <laughs> every other game it turns into half the damn season for him. So, I'm taking Gabe Davis. At least he's consistent. I think I'm taking Mike. I think he's more talented. Ooh. I'm going to take Gabe. I'm going Gabe Davis. I just think that I I, I, I think Mike Williams is – I think he – in well, at least like Vitor said, it's hard to base them off of where they're at. But with the Chargers, he's very one-dimensional in my opinion. Yeah, he's, he's their deep ball guy because they yeah. got Keenan underneath. Correct. So, I think he suffers a lot because in some games, he's just not getting the looks. Yes. You could uh, argue the same for Gabe Davis. Yes, obviously, yes. But I think Josh Allen's a better quarterback than Herbert. And I love Herbert, Thank but um, that's... Uh, I wish more people would say that. Yeah. Uh, people this, love this Herbert. Herbert. This Herbert is top the Herbert hype getting, train. It's, it's getting, it's, it's it's getting deserved, absurd. It's deserved, but it's deserved to put him in the that, bracket. That not, realm not of top bracket. Put him no, in the right. second. He is, right. He is, he is top one or two in the next tier. But he, uh, this, this whole he's in top tier is just. Needs to stop. Yes. So who's in the top? You know what I ask after we finish. Okay. My last one I have is Gabe Davis or Allen Robinson. Allen Robinson. Allen. What? Allen Robinson. Allen. Allen Robinson. Are you shocked by this one more than anything? Yeah. Allen Robinson made fucking Nick Foles look good. 
Bro, yeah, Blake Bortles look good. Bro, he was wide open. And sta- I saw hey! Stafford, Stafford rolling out with Robinson in front of him. Looks across the field to the far, farthest side. He would have to turn completely just to find Cook. The man has blinders on for that man. It is unreal. You're talking about Derek Carr? Oh. That was another one. I thought that was mm. pretty good. That I was like good. It. I like that list. I like that. that was who's the top tier quarterbacks? If Josh, Justin Herbert is not in the top tier. He's not. So Mahomes. Mahomes, Allen, uh, Rodgers, and Brady. Yes. The four. Yes. Those are, that's the top tier quarterbacks. Stop right there. I don't know how I like this. You know what? This is another how is he? How is he in there? What He can't use his legs. It's just, Dude, he'll, listen, he'll listen. I'll there. show you right there. He will get there was there. a play against the Raiders. Wait, 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 wait. wait. You didn't just sit there and name half the quarterback in the top two. He can't use his leg. Right, but Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers can use his leg. Oh, Aaron Rodgers. Oh, yeah. No, and Aaron no, Rodgers no, is the most talented no. quarterback boat ever. The boat. No. No, Listen, dude. I saw. I then during the Raiders game, Justin Herbert was wide open, could have got a first down, and instead he freaking slid. What the hell is Josh Allen doing in that? Josh Allen is going to tank that fucking he's linebacker. He's different. I'm not saying he's better than Josh Allen. Josh Allen is the he's not only elite. thing. He might when be I top see of that, the next tier, but he's not in that top tier. When now. I seen Josh Allen step on a motherfucker on defense Thursday night, that's, that's all I needed to see from a quarterback. That that point Mahomes, that's all I needed to see. Yes. Aaron Rodgers got four MVPs. He's gone back to back with. In my opinion, one receiver. He has a disease. It's called the 49ers disease. That doesn't mean he's not a top quarterback. <laughs> yeah. And Tom Brady, that's Tom Brady's inexplicable. He's, he's in his own fucking realm. He's not in the realm with the rest of them. Yeah, but I mean, if you're talking whole career, then yes. But right now, yes. Bro, he, look, he, he looked pretty good. He looked good. He has some zip on his throat. Julio! Julio might have that's a comeback. A, that's sneaky. Yes. But yeah, TB had some zip on his throws, and I was like, I'm going to be right. 35, I'm going to be honest. Uh, that's what I did. So I right. slide over. Yeah. Cause well, we got next. This was like, this. I feel like, oh man, I feel like we could argue that when I, I I'm just I, personally, I'm I'm such a big Josh Allen fan, and I know if Dave was here, we'd be, you know, oh. doing that shit together for Josh <laughs> Allen. But it's just Justin Herbert. I just they need to stop the hype train. Like, he is I, there. But yeah. he's not there. You yet. gotta prove I, it, man. You I need to prove that. You can't go. You can't have a top team and then go yeah. nine and eight last year and miss the playoffs. Yes. And like a lot of it, the defense was bad. They blew a lot of games that they shouldn't have blown. But yeah, when How you're many games that they win yeah, and blow up. When you're an elite shootouts. quarterback, you win. Oh you dominate games. Elite. That's what I'm Sorry, saying. He's not shootouts. an elite quarterback yet. But I think we, he shows all the signs that he will be there. Whether it's yeah. this year or the next year, he will get there. I need a step, but man. Yeah. People just infatuated. He can throw a football field. I'm sure once we see more of the matchups, especially in the in in that division, we're mm-hmm. we're gonna have a lot more conversation yeah, about about the Chargers out the West, baby. That so, Thursday night game. Yeah, but so rolling out or finishing with the NFL and yeah, rolling into football. Ooh, ooh, roll time, baby. It was a roll time. Was a hell of a week. I know, right? What a dub, baby. That's a oh, win. Hey. Another win in the book. Two and zero. Oh. That's what all in the know. coincidences. That Ohio State struggles week one for Alabama to struggle week two. Look at that. Yeah, but y'all got two oh, times the playmakers we got. I want, yeah, exactly. Right? Y'all got just five times the y'all, quarterback. You're not about to sit here. We talked about New Arm Elwers, and he almost beat y'all. I'm not doing this. He, didn't he was out in a quarter and a half. Got knocked out. <laughs> you almost lost to a gimp quarterback. 
I'm not listening to y'all. Hey, 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 that was that's my name in my other foot in my fantasy. Yeah, shout out to him. <laughs> um, hey, my boy was getting passes and runs on one leg. No, they didn't have any offense in the second half. But um, just, we didn't have an offense because we ain't got no damn receivers this year. Before we somebody sorry, somebody needs to step Danny. up. No, you're good. You're right, I'm Gibbs. Fucking running backs. Before we get into Jameer Gibbs uh, and Jace McClellan, end we, our weapons there. <laughs> before we get into um, our specific games, transfers. the specific games that we'll be looking into for college football. So, looking at the ESPN article here, um, after week two, so these are the projected, uh, or these Georgia. are, um, these are the new power rankings. So Georgia. Georgia. Number one, I don't think anybody else can debate that. Um, they've come out Bama's amazing this one, year. Um, Bama went down to number two. Buckeyes are number three. Michigan moving up to the top four. Oklahoma. Isaac, please, Isaac, please mop them for me. Oklahoma. I know I hate Big Blue in this bitch. Oklahoma. They just getting so they get they have one good year. They getting big headed, dude. That's just killing me. Um, Oklahoma moving into top five. Uh, Trojans actually move into six. Is this power rankings or is this yeah power rankings? Yep, power rankings. Uh, Arkansas moved up to seven. Um, Clemson rankings. Yeah, Clemson got out to uh got up got down to number eight. Um. Kentucky nine and then Miami Hurricanes Kentucky running out nice the top ten. Kentucky yeah. looked nice. They, with they it. moved up eleven spots in the actual. But that's rankings. because they beat Florida. Yeah. Florida yeah. was twelve. Yeah. That boy Anthony Florida, Robinson went we from to, hero to zero real quick. And we jumped the train. A team that was fucking unranked. That's what I'm saying. Jumped to twelve. The fucking. That's what I'm two. fucking saying, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Tripping. Um, I Teams think I like the... outside. I really like NC State a lot. Yes, they're yeah. al- they always are sneaky. I really good. like NC State a lot. Always. Um, I really like Kentucky a lot. I mean, they're gonna have to lose to Georgia, which sucks, but I would love to see them beat Georgia, but they will lose to Georgia. And that whole uh, the SEC. Movie. I like USC too. I think the combo of having mm-hmm. Caleb Williams and Jordan Addison coming over from. Oklahoma and Pittsburgh, respectively. Mm-hmm. That's nasty. And next year, they'll be even better with all these fucking recruits they're going to get. Yes. 100% agree. The Alabama one thing fans, I, don't panic, though. The one thing I am surprised about, Appalachian State. Yeah, bro, yep. bring that up. And? And? Marshall! Marshall! Um, they're, so they're actually I'm, the first team out right now after that win. So, um, oh, App State, App State should have beat UNC. They yeah, beat. so App State beat number six Texas A and M this God, past bro. weekend. Isaac, um, were you supposed to be scared of them or something? I remember you saying a few weeks ago. That's crazy, bro. And then um, we handle hey, our business. Hey, hey, hey it might exactly be dirty. right. It well, might be lost. Fast, but we handle our business. And then uh, Notre Side. Dame getting upset Thank at no- at Notre Dame. Thank the Marshall. Lord. I gotta listen to that come end um, of the year. Man, should Notre uh, Dame get in? No, the fuck they should. Honestly, though, I like. <laughs> I'm so happy I didn't got to listen to that. I'm happy to. See, I'm. I, it's it's kind of refreshing though to see these upsets because oh, normally Baylor these too. Baylor oh. lost. Mm-hmm. Baylor lost in they overtime. They asked to lose. Yes, they did. They, they did ask for us. Um, but yep. the the fact that though these small schools are coming in and making these games close or winning these games. I think it is adds the adds to the more excitement. It but attests it also, to what we were talking about last week with the twelve teamer. Yes, yeah. twelve team CFP now, and you yeah, get an exciting one. week like this where it's like, hey, some of these teams could maybe 
upset a one or two or three seed. Yeah, that one game playoff, right? It doesn't then <clears throat> curriculum, pedigree, site, all, all that win. stuff. Mm-hmm. And I mean, do we have early predictions so far on who maybe are going to be the top four? Georgia. Georgia. Bama. I'll take Georgia. Georgia I'll take Georgia, Ohio State for sure. Mm-hmm. That's my only two for sure. You don't think Bama's a lock? We got to face AM's a tough game. Arkansas looks good. We'd have to face Georgia in the SEC title. Arkansas if we go undefeated, beat. if we go undefeated against yeah. and then lose to Georgia, we'll get in at four and then mm-hmm. probably face him again. Okay. But um I just I don't I don't like I don't, know. I, think weapon, I don't like what I've seen on offense yeah. outside of Bryce Young and the running backs. USC is top a good two shot receivers are both. So. Yeah, I got USC in that top four. USC in the top four. Okay. They have to win out. They can't yeah, lose a they, game. They look like their schedule looks friendly. Lose a game. Yeah. Um, like, and the only game that's supposed to be a technical question, or two of them, is the Utah game and ND game. And Utah came and, back after losing. And ND lost the fucking Marshall. So, yeah. Um, another one too. I kind of want to bring up. I'm only giving. I know you said four, but I'm only giving oh, yeah. two locks. No, that's fine. Um, another one I kind of want to talk about. Obviously, Texas A&M being ranked number six. Um, bad loss. We all can. I think we all no, can agree you, on they that. They lost at College Station, bro. Yeah, that's yes. the issue. Yeah. It's more than just a bad. That's loss. at it's... home, and that's not just home. That's College and Station. Now, now they that's have... one of the worst fucking places to play at. They have Miami and Arkansas team. coming up. And could we? Be discussing? Please. Could we be discussing Jimbo Fisher being on the hot seat? If they um, yes, if they lose another couple games, I would say. Yeah, so. if they lose. Yeah, I'm not Christian on that. If they lose a couple other games, yes, he'll be on the hot seat. But, but if they come and beat Bama in week four or five, I can't remember what week that is. And his recruiting classes, and his recruit classes, week help four. him survive a little bit. Yeah. No, that's uh, Arkansas. He pays week One, six, two, three, four. Oh. oh, it is. Yeah, you're right. Six. Okay, I think he could be on the hot seat. Um. Like Isaac said, the classes are going to help him. Obviously, we talked about it in, one, in the very first episode about him having uh, seven five stars, especially with the introduction of NIL in in college in all of college sports, but especially football being, I would say, really the king of them all. But I wouldn't put it past that if he has another, because obviously last year he stumbled to a disappointing finish at eight and four. Everybody was really disappointed in that. But I think if they do end up stumbling again to where it's a bad record, they don't reach 10 wins. Like everybody is kind of had overhyped them to really no, be. The 10 wins is 10 wins ain't good enough, man. No, this but I mean, is, it, sh- it should be like undefeated or nothing. competing for top four. Yes. Yes. It should be like if you beat Bama, you should win out and face Georgia in the title game. Yeah. But I think that if they, if they do continue to struggle, he's not going to make that 10 year contract like they yeah. had originally offered him i think it'll be something to take a look at i think it'll be something to see but it's going to be exciting um this has been an exciting first two weeks at it's least been a me, more so. exciting first two weeks of college football than we've had in a while i feel like yes yeah. every time there's big games it's just the amount of big teams that have yeah that, that's what i'm game. saying that's what makes it more exciting because now you have teams that every were, week in college football is like teams are looking at really like competing for those you know for that fourth spot three four spot and now you're looking at they have to win out to even have a chance of being considered, let alone having, uh-huh. you know, really making a case for that. And D's are already out. Yeah. And D could have won out. They're yes, actually, they're, they're 11 seed. places out. Somehow but they still they're got already, Somehow they still got ranked. Um, after <laughs> their start. They're already. Yeah, they're done for, for that one. But now let's get into, so we kind of got into all of our surprise games. 
Bama snuggling a little bit against Texas, but pulling that out. Uh, OSU, Georgia, Clemson, all cruising and all that. They all looked good, man. I'm not going to lie. Do we have now after two weeks? I don't like Clemson, weeks, though, still. Yeah, that one's a little bit iffy. But do we still um, – are we keeping our predictions for uh, – Are we keeping our – are we keeping our uh, predictions for the early Heisman winners um, the same? Heisman, hundred percent. Bryce 100%. should still be the title favorite. Yeah. I ain't gonna lie. The only thing I got is a change. Yeah, I got Bryce in my list with CJ. We're the only two I got. I Bryce has to be it. number one because no I, other quarterback I, in the country, not CJ, not Caleb Williams, not Quinn. No other country in the league, in no other player in the country is winning that game. I'm just saying that right now. And if anybody winning that game, fuck out of here. No. No, no other, no other player in the country is winning that game. No. We was down our two receivers. You see, we get dubs over here on this side, baby. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. We did but... win. What you talking about? Yeah, no. You know about one. You see about one. Hey, a dub's a dub. I'm just saying, dub no other point. quarterback. If we have any other quarterback in the country, we will lose that game. That's true. That's no nice. other quarterback is driving down the field for a field goal. I just think Bryce Young will lose a couple half. games to take him out the highest race. That's the only yeah. way, though. I mean, yeah, that's what it comes down to. So it's not going to be because of him, though. Yeah, but no. in college, it's going to be. He ain't got the weapons. And the he defense just got games. The defense made too many mistakes and too many penalties. I think that'll get think cleaned 15 up, 15 penalties looking like y'all. Yeah. 15 penalties for over 100 yards. Yeah. Yep. There was uh, two penalties that continued one of their touchdown drives mm-hmm. that ended in the Robinson oh, touchdown. Sounds familiar. So, they have to clean up. The, I mean, Nick Saban ain't nobody progresses players like Nick Saban does. So correct. I'm not worried about that. Just saying, somebody on some some somebody on the fucking outside needs to get start getting open. Yeah. Because when you come from Jamison Williams and 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 John Metchie and Devontae Smith, Jalen Waddle, Jerry Judy, Calvin Ridley, Julio Jones, Amari Cooper, hey. keep fuck going. You and this lying, year, it's bro. like who the fuck. Alabama me? has this stretch of games where they're trapped. Yeah, bro, it's hard. Where they go at Arkansas, mm-hmm. we still get Texas and them weekends in Alabama. We and have always they, at Arkansas. Tennessee, and Tennessee look really never good. Never scared so of Tennessee. No. Look Man. good this spot, baby. Look good this spot. It'll be all right. Man. Never scared of Tennessee. Yeah. Arkansas likes to run the ball. Hey, just remember. If I sprinkle a little dust of doubt, it happens. Just like I did with Texas. I sprinkle a little dust of doubt. Who got the dub, though? Who got the dub? Who got the dub? Hey, no. That's the one thing thing I'm never scared of this year is as long as Bryce Young is taking the fucking field, I'm never fucking scared we're going to lose. No. It's all right. KJ Jefferson will remind you. No, I'm never fucking scared we're going to lose. Come on, As long as Bryce Young is on the field. I'm being realistic. No, you I'm being realistic. Be, you gotta put up a better. You gotta put up a better thought than that. No, he's he's 100 right. The 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 stretch of games from three four or from KJ Jefferson ain't no motherfucking slouch. Hey, but you know what? And I'm if he say. can't get no receivers, like no, I'm dead ass. I'm never. I haven't said anything bad about Bryce, but Alabama looks bad because Bryce doesn't have anything on offense. He, he doesn't have anything on the receiving core. Correct. Right. He, running backs he has, are electric. Yeah, yeah. But then we wanted to take to be up last year, and Jameer Gibbs is cracked. Mm-hmm. He ran to them teams that can load that box up for him, and they got three stretch of games, two games on the road. Right, that's what I'm two- saying. Somebody needs to be able to to win matchups one on one out there. And right now, I mean, obviously the first was Utah State. That's and being Alabama and being who Alabama is, they have to expect like Georgia, Ohio State, and Alabama. 
have to expect everybody's best game when they walk in. So we can sit here and look at them now and they play like shit. Just understand they're going to play 100 times better just because it's Alabama coming into today's place. Texas A&M different. That's a rivalry game. I think, I think other- this is the worst game you're going to see from Alabama all year. I'm giving you that right now. Again, same thing Vitor said about losing week one to Chicago. The Niners, that's the worst game you're going to see from them. Yeah, that's Alabama gets – and that's my only other argument that, that helps me agree with Christian is that they got two games to get it all back together. They got two you know, fodder games where it should be easy wins. And that helps your team get back on track like you needed to. If they can't do it and the receivers struggle during that, Alabama's right. going to be bad. I'll, I'll tell you, I'll come, I'll come on you, or I'll come on here in two weeks – or three weeks, sorry, after the Arkansas game, if that game is close, then I'll be scared. Yeah, I'm not scared right now. As long as Bryce Young keeps taking the field, I'll never be scared. Yeah. That boy is fucking wild. Roll tie, baby. If CJ Roll gets tie. taken before him in the draft, that team is going to be the most dumbest team that, ever. That is, that is the prediction right now. I know it is. Yeah. It's stupid. So, yeah. He's touched the two most efficient passes in college. Yes. I don't like no other two quarterbacks outside of the two. Nah. If Bryce Young didn't have an Alabama jersey, I would love him right now. But, you know, it's just because Alabama's like the Patriots. Big Dick, Big Dick Bryce? Nah, we'll yeah. be good, though. We'll be good. But I'm going to come in since I can come back. and You guys were talking a little bit about the draft. I think regardless of what happens in the season, I think Bryce is looking like he should be the number one. When you're a really bad team, you don't take – you take the guy who did – you know, maybe even if he does a little less throughout the season, mm-hmm. he has le- a lot less. And you need a guy who can who's shown. You need a leader at the number one well, pick. Last year he had, exactly, yeah, fucking silver plate. Not yeah. gonna lie there, but but yeah. it's one of those where if this he can, year he's gonna show how good he is. I'm telling yeah. you. And when you're a bad team, you want to take a guy who can show you that he is able to be the guy. Yes. Right? We see with Lawrence right now is that. He looked he never better. Went through adversity. Yeah, he looked better now, but he he always had weapons. He had a great scheme. That's the one thing I like teams. about CJ. Last yeah. year was good, huge for OSU to mm-hmm. get. Now this year, I think he Michigan. has. Yep, that was and, that, dude. That shattered. They were they was pissed, bro. Yeah, and I think another thing with CJ too, that receiver club this year is not like last year. He had Olave, Garrett Wilson, shit, Jackson Smith, the Jeeva. He's in right now. He's back this weekend, but mm-hmm. like. But even then, just having those three, yeah, that's buddy a hard stepped ass. up though. Marvin Harrison, even Marvin Harrison, he stepped up. That's that's even, our number one on Bama right now. If he was mm-hmm. you now, but even then, when you look at that, like I, I, I really agree with Christian. I think NV, I think B, Bryce Young should be number one in the draft. Why he has the worst receiving core, but he's showing he can work with any kind of receiving core he has. It doesn't matter what it is. He's going to lead that team the best way he can. As long as he got a good head coach, that's not Urban Meyer yeah, coaching him. Yeah, that can't, it doesn't help Trevor. Hey, I think playing in the SEC is also something that you're constantly going into big games. Yes. I, I don't think any other quarterback is beating Georgia in the title game last year, SEC Mm-mm. title game. Mm-mm. Obviously, they mopped us, but we were still competitive for the first half until Jameson Williams went out. But I'm telling you, I'm telling you. Bryce Young is that boy's different. He might not win the Heisman, but Dude, I think he'll be the number one pick. If 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 we win out, oh, he's winning. Obviously, yeah. win out. I mean, yeah. I don't know when's the last time somebody won back to back Heisman's, but he got a good fucking chance this year. Yes, one hundred percent. But uh, it will. I, I'm I'm loving college football right I'm now. Be so, so sad when he's gone. But <laughs> now we're gonna. Star, g- though. Yeah. <laughs> no more. 
we are AJ gonna, McCarrens. We are though. We are gonna get into the last Sorry, segment. Of, we are gonna get into the last segment of the show. This one's a very interesting one. Um, big big news. So I'll let I'll let Christian. Uh, yes. Go ahead and lead this one here. This was his idea MLB. to talk about, just so we uh, get some. Give you a quick update. White Sox under six, still up three to two. We got to win. Keep on winning. But uh, MLB. Uh, earlier last week or late last week, I can't remember. Um, Wednesday, been... Thursday, somewhere. Yeah, it was Friday. late last week. Yeah. After we um, recorded. <laughs> correct. Usually, usually, usually it seems to be usually big news. Big news. Right, right the day after the day we or record. two after we record. Um, MLB came out saying that these changes are official. For next year, we already had a few this year with like Pitchcom and some other stuff. But next year, the pitch clock is going to be implemented. They have been using it in the minor leagues all of last year and all of this current season, and they like it. Speeds up games, uh, makes things more efficient. I believe it's 15 seconds with no runner on and 20 seconds seconds with the runners on. There's also a a limit now how many times you can throw, right? Correct. I think it's two times you can three. throw two or three times and you, you can't to... just keep fucking throwing over yeah that's great because that 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 slows down the game and ruins the fun forever I'm, I'm okay i was that's the one i wasn't but because yeah. that's part of the game the speeding up thing i agree with yeah uh, the second one is the larger bases they're going from a foot square to 18 inches um, to try and keep players safe obviously mm-hmm. uh more importantly at first base and second base you see a lot of times Guys trying to put tags on or the first mm-hmm. baseman covering a lot, trying to just get onto the bag if it's a mm-hmm. bad throw or something. And then, but these guys are just hustling through the bag. So you see a lot of guys getting clipped. Yeah. Uh, there's been a lot of times where bad throw uh, clips the wrist, broken hand for the first baseman, a lot of different stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So that's coming in as well. And then my favorite thing, I can't freaking wait. This White Sox got a lot of power hitters. We got a lot of guys that like to pull oh, the ball. I was just about to say, this is the one I fucking hate. Yeah, I agree with the you. Shifts, but I, I, I see both sides. Of the this shifts thing. are gone. Um, and I'm okay with it. They're not gone entirely. It's major shifts. Like it's 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 stacking four guys on one side of the field and putting yeah, but, two outfielders in the right field. But I think two that outfielders takes, in the left field. I think that takes away from the game in terms of being, making adjustments in a sense. Because you have a lot of guys who are like extremely poor hitters in the ML. Some guys who are like like strictly just extreme poor hitters. Mm-hmm. And I think you just gave them a cop out of trying to be better. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah. The, you, a lot of guys that are extreme poor hitters are out of the league. There's a reason. Yeah, and that's my league. thing. And I think, yeah, now I think mm-hmm. now with this new, like with no major shifts, I think now you have a chance to have poor hitters last a lot longer just because now they don't have somebody loading up one side just because you know it's coming that way. I don't think it's going to be as big of a thing as a lot of people are thinking of. I think yeah. at the end of the day, pitchers control the game mm-hmm. and you can still pitch guys like that. Yeah. Like, whereas before you weren't afraid to pitch them inside because you got four guys on that side of the field. Yeah. Now, yeah. now you have to just more make them reach for it. Right. It's, it's just pitchers control the game. They're going to adjust. It happens all the time. I think mm-hmm. the fact that it's no major shifts and no shifts, because I feel like there was some talk about limiting mo- the shift hey, more. You can still put a shortstop yeah. right behind second base. Yeah, there was yeah. – before this, all of it went moved the third effect, baseman over. There was talk about not being able to cross the second base and line. That is, that's what you do. That's what it is. Yeah. Uh, entirely. Two, yeah. two players on the right and two players yeah, on the left. Yeah, but it's like two and a half because he can, you know, he can come over and – He can cross over after, yeah. which I think you're going to see a lot of that. It's going to be guys As the pitch shading. is coming, yeah. they're going to start moving. Mm-hmm. Um, But I think so. I think they did a good job at implementing a questionable rule, uh, making it fair and just not 
stupid because I think if, if had they taken shifts away completely, I think a um, lot of times too it's just annoying when you see because like if you're a good hitter, bro, just fucking yeah. poke it the other way. There's there's, there's a lot of there's a lot of guys yep. who are able to do I it, and a lot of guys who aren't like, able to do it. Yeah, there's guys that just literally cannot do it. And yes, yeah. freaking there's makes guys no you, sense there's guys that the you, you are risking, you know, an extra base hit off a single by shifting, and there's guys yeah. who. You're good betting on, you know, you've got a 99% chance of getting it out because he's, unless he hits a home run, he's pulling it down. And again, pitchers control the game. Yeah. He's going to hit, a, it's going to most likely throw something where the guy's going to hit it into the dirt, right into one of the three or four fielders. But I don't think it's as bad as it could have been. That's, I think, I think it's gonna the summary. The game to the point that a lot of people, yeah. Are I think I like the bit, I like the ma- the bigger bases though. That's one I really like. That's player safety. Uh, yeah. 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 Like but I think both of it, one for player safety and two, I think it'll help a lot of the calls. Uh, we see where guys are like really close. I think yeah. it might take some of that off. Um, and we might have less questionable decisions on review, mm-hmm. which I think is always great for games when, when review can be cleaned up because obviously you're it's getting bigger for both parties, right? Both defense and the offense. Mm-hmm. But I think it, there is a degree of like, all right, now that the first baseman can stand a little bit further off and he's not reaching and, you know, keeping a hair of a toe, on the bag to make the play, it might clean up. It just might clean up some of the reviews and make it a little bit more clear, which I think will be good for the game as well. Hopefully that's the one thing we can hope for. But for me, um, kind of like what Isaac talked about the shifts um, it's a cop out for, for me, for players who don't know how to adjust. Um, I think one player that we can all agree on Joey Gallo. Um, we've all, like, he, there's been comments, especially from his agent saying that you're going to see a different Joey Gallo next year. Once those, once those changes are implemented, um, like Christian touched on pitchers control the game. And I'm sorry, if you're striking out 200 times a season, 300 times a season, whatever the case may be, that's still going to end up happening. Um, I think people like, or like a player like Joey Gallo is still going to end up struggling even with this, with these changes taking effect. He, players like that are still going to struggle. They're still going to strike out a lot. They're going to get those lucky singles or whatever the case may be. But at the end of the day, if you're not able to adjust, you're not able to be versatile or be more versatile in the team and be more productive, then you're not going to have any place in the league. I think that's going to be way more evident, especially next year, showing that, hey, there's no more major shifts and you still can't hit out of the infield. You still can't get the ball and play, whatever the case may be. But I think that's the only really major one that people are, you know, Kind of looking at um, pitch clock, obviously, we know that sitting at a game for three and a half, four hours is if it's not, you know, run driven. Hey, speak for yourself. Well, I mean, I like it, but I'm just saying like the casuals type of thing that yeah. they're going to the game. They don't enjoy it. And I enjoy that. It's one of the cheapest sports. I could sit sports. in a ballpark all day. I would. Yeah. yeah, but baseball is one of the cheapest sports to attend a game of. So a lot of people go Give just for like beers, a little after, for an afternoon out. <laughs> but it'll be, I think it, it's good, right? Like just, it, and it's. It's not the fact that all oh, the games are too long. It's the the t- it's the play of it's just time the with time no play. play. Yeah. It's the it's the pitcher standing there trying to communicate the pitch. It's the it's the constant. I'll say this, the though, they're going to have to get pitch calm down. Like that's yeah. there's been a lot of times where guys have to step off. Yeah, can't hear anything. You know, that's got to be really set in stone and not having so... problems for the pitch clock to. So is Pitchcom? Uh, so I never really understood the the Pitchcom. So is Pitchcom uh like a speaker in there in the hat? Yeah. So it goes in the, the inside of the hat. Okay. It's like a little flap that they stick in here. Uh huh. And then it's like a speaker. Oh, that's telling them like what and pitch and then hear, location. Yep, they can okay. hear it, 
and the 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 catcher has one too, and he presses a button, and it's basically tells the pitcher what pitch to throw. Okay. Okay. Yeah, because I know uh, it seemed that a lot of you know at least established veterans were kind of against it a little bit. Pretty but much. I think a, everybody's I'm, buying I think into it's it though. Almost, uh, if not a hundred percent of people though. use it. Yeah. Yeah. But it'll be it'll be interesting. Um, we'll see how it obviously takes effect next year. Hopefully, the offense does get pumped up. Obviously, that's what the people do want. Um, obviously, people have seen that the league is playing around with different types of baseballs to either deflate home runs or you know whatever the case may be. So uh, it might be another change next year to where they juice the baseballs again, and then you're going to see a magical amount of home runs. They, they need to start being low, at least give them a few years because this like one year on, one year off type of stuff is getting annoying. Or even or even going back and forth in the season, like players yeah. have noticed that. So mm-hmm. I just think there needs to be a lot more consistency, at least <clears> from that end. And then I think. By being way more transparent with that, it'll lead to more positive changes in the end for that. So, mm-hmm. but I don't well, like it. Yeah, well, baseball's dying, and they got to do something to fix it. They do. Speak, yeah, speak for yourself. Speaking yeah. for the masses, the casuals, man, casuals. But that finishes off spicy take, um, and then our overview of the NBA, NFL, and college football recaps uh, for weeks yeah! one, uh, for weeks one and two. Um, thank you all again for tuning in this week. Again, next week we will have our very first guest. Promise yes, you. It's happen. It's yes. gonna happen. It's it gonna will, happen. Yes. It, it will happen. He's already coming set. out there. Bank account if he's not here. Yes, it's already set. Uh, <laughs> We're gonna start ar- charging. It's already set. We're gonna start charging for cancellation. You, you, you wasted <laughs> our time. You're getting charged. You're getting so, four Venmo charges. <laughs> Um, but we will have one. Um, and that person uh again will be on for the entirety of the episode. Um, so They'll be on there the whole time. You'll hear a new opinion, um, new debate side, uh, new arguments uh, from that person as well. This person that we are bringing on, very knowledgeable in all facets of all sports. I think everybody is going to enjoy him. Good, good fucking um, dude. Yeah. Great right now, dude. hey, he the king of fantasy right now. After yeah, he's what? a yeah. good, smart um, fucking dude. Super and chill. One thing that I would like to do as well, um, we are going to talk about this throughout the course of the week, is um, we may bring back some some old segments as far as maybe some certain burning questions that we may have had that we've had a lot of debate about to kind of see where their mindset is at, depending on if it's NBA, NFL. But you all, we, you all will see that next week, um, and we will have our very first guest. So, again, bear with us. We are making it work. It will happen next week. So thank you all again for all tuning in. Um, the love is crazy. Uh, again, we are going to be uh, more heavily focused on our socials, TikTok, Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're also going to be doing some um, – uh, like more like freelance, like TikTok type things. Like if something does happen to where we can, you know, if y'all haven't seen the most recent TikTok, I thought it was pretty hilarious. You know, if any of y'all seen the I longest, I, I, if, I any y'all, if, if any, if any of y'all seen the longest yard where they're doing that, where, where they're playing in the mud and school, school yard, yard bullshit. bullshit. Yeah, you know, and then the bear sliding. Check it out if y'all haven't. I thought it was pretty hilarious. I it called I, I called Isaac right away and I was like, yo, I think I got something. It wasn't like totally. To... It wasn't totally there like I thought it was gonna be, but you know it was funny in the end. So we're, you're you're gonna also be seeing more of that as well. So thank y'all for tuning in. Um, and then we'll see y'all next week, man. Have a good rest of the week, and we'll see you guys uh... next week. I'm recapping. Go White Sox later. Uh...